Five Breakfast. Catch up. Had to really understand the property game, and in order to beat the system, we need to understand the system. Where first-time home uh, renters aren't really sure on the nitty-gritty of the lease agreement, your deposits, etc., etc. So we're really going to be breaking that down today. A clearly worded lease agreement is going to go such a long way, simply because it, it minimizes the, the amount of disputes. It's if you really have it clearly stated for the responsibilities of the tenant and the landlord, it's very difficult for uh, an agreement to go south. So often that it happens. You know, so uh, on one occasion or the X, that a tenant will enter a, a lease agreement without without an agreement, and they'll just use a verbal one. Now, it is it isn't yet a legal requirement to have a lease a written lease in writing, but a, a verbal one can be difficult to prove who is in the wrong and uh, to to settle disputes. However, if you've got a good, clean, uh, clearly stated uh, written lease agreement, it, it's it's difficult to, to then deviate because then it clearly states the response of the tenants and what the landlord should do and with regards to maintenance and that it should be clearly stated in the lease agreement what is the responsibility of the landlord as well as what uh, will the, the tenant be encouraged so, so and when it comes to the deposits and I, I can't stress this enough you really have to make sure that it's number one the whole deal has been done in a reputable way and in an ethical way so deposits have to be put into an interest bearing account for the duration of the lease and at the end of the lease, the deposits as well as the interest occurred needs to be paid back to the yes. uh, tenants. Because the rand which is getting is, weaker, and we need to the have the rand same is money getting we weaker. put in that we took out. Took out that we my put king, in. This is this is exactly what we need. Ex- spot on that. Spot you're on that. Just my blood boil when I think about all the money I've lost just by leaving it alone over time. <laughs> it, it, you know what? It really it, it accumulates over time. And uh, listen, I, I, I'm of the firm believer that uh, a half loaf is better than no loaf. So uh, all this, all the pennies, no stuff. Uh, tell me about permanent fixtures versus non-permanent fixtures because oh, it's that line of like what you're supposed to fix versus not supposed to fix. The lease agreement should include all of that, right? majority of the time what happens is if for example you down you break a tap and it all depends on number one how old the tap is so the landlord is only allowed to charge you 50 percent if you can prove that the tap is not brand new i mean having that in your back pocket could really also save you quite the purchaser because you've got a lot of the times landlords do do your little skeevy trick of overcapitalizing on the chisa and then it just leaves you in the position where you're paying too much and it's not a fun position to be in my whole thing is, is and, and it's, this is all illustrated so well in the uh, Rental Housing Act uh, 50 of 1999. I mean, it really breaks it down so nicely there, which is uh, um, which is why, again, knowledge is power. This is really something we should be reading and understanding because it's then we can really take full responsibility of our rights and uh, and put that to action. Catch up on some of the best moments from Five Breakfast by going to Five FM's Catch Up Page on the Five FM app or Five FM.